The Christian life cannot be reduced to a man-made list of things to do and not to do. However, when God gives a specific list in Scripture, we must take careful note of His priorities. Today, we examine the Lord's to-do list found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we uncover divine instructions for the last days. If you've been with us in our study of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, you may think, well, we've finished the Lord's list. But I want to give you a closing word today, and it's not my word. It is the very Word of God. It is the last thing the Apostle Paul was led of the Holy Spirit, inspired by the Spirit of God to pen to this church at Thessalonica. After giving this extensive list of things that we are to do in light of the second coming of Jesus Christ, did you notice the final verse? This is not just a, a nice way of signing off or a clever way of of wrapping it up. No, this is the great need. This is the divine exclamation point. He brings us back full circle to this. Not what we do, but what God alone can do. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 28 says this, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. I hope you can say a hearty amen wherever you are today. What is our greatest need? Our greatest need forever and always is one thing. I need grace. I need God's grace. If you look back over this list, none of this can be done apart from the grace of God. I can't fight the devil in verse number 8, be ready for the spiritual warfare, unless God gives me the grace to do that. I can't be a blessing to members of my church family like he tells me to in verse 11 unless God gives me the grace to do that. I can't be an encouragement to the spiritual leaders over me in verse 12 and 13 unless he gives me the grace to do that. I cannot help hurting people like he tells me to do in verse 14 unless God gives me the grace to do that. I can't hold my tongue and not retaliate when someone does me wrong like I'm commanded to do in verse 15 unless the Lord gives me His grace to do that. I can't follow that which is good and rejoice evermore and pray without ceasing and in everything give thanks unless I have God's grace to do all of that. Without God's grace, I'll quench the Spirit. I'll despise prophesyings. Without the grace of God, I can't prove all things and hold fast that which is good. The only way I can abstain from all appearance of evil is God has to give me grace to do that. The only way that God can be thorough in me and continue His sanctifying work is that I've got to have God's grace to do that. The only way I can rest in the promises of God is through grace. Now, the only way I can stay close to the family of God and minister to those around me, stay where I need to be and help them stay where they need to be is through grace. No wonder. No wonder he says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. And you see, this letter not only ends that way, it started that way. In chapter 1 and verse 1, we read, Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ, grace be unto you. And peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. He began with grace and he ends with grace. Isn't that our life? It began with grace and it must end with grace. It's grace from first to last and everywhere in between. In the opening chapter of 1 Thessalonians, he takes them back to when they first heard the gospel and believed on Christ and were saved. 
You know, Paul was only in Thessalonica about three weeks, but God did an amazing thing and raised up quite a church. Uh, the Lord can do more in a moment than we can in a lifetime. It wasn't about Paul being there. It was about the glorious gospel of the grace of God being preached. Grace did that. And now at the end of this letter, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, he's reminding them of that. He's saying to them, you cannot go on without grace. You can't continue without grace. You can't finish without grace. You need the grace of God today. And so I want to say to every person that's listening to me right now and every person that's been studying the Word of God with us, would you look to the Lord today and say, Lord, thank you for the grace to this moment, but I need fresh grace today. Now, God knows you need it, but you need to agree with Him and confess that and say to the Lord, Lord, I need your grace if I'm going to finish well. If I'm going to stay true to you until the day Jesus comes, I need the grace of God. I was meditating recently on this list, the Lord's to-do list in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and something dawned on me that really the list is not so much a to-do list. Oh, there are things to do. We must take action. But it's really a to-be list. You see, God's more concerned with what you are than what you do. If you'll be what you ought to be, you'll do what you ought to do. Uh, you are not a human doing. You're a human being. The doing grows out of the being. So if you will be right with God and you will be a person totally dependent on the grace of God, then out of that you will do what God wants you to do. It is the grace of God that brought you salvation. It is the grace of God that teaches you how to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. And it will be the grace of God that helps you to finish well. Finishing grace. Dying grace. Grace from start to finish. You see, this was not only the closing prayer of Paul for the church at Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians 5.28, but if you go all the way to the end of the Bible, what is the closing prayer of all of Scripture? John, under inspiration of the same Holy Spirit, closes the final revelation of Jesus Christ in Revelation 22.21 with these words. See if it sounds familiar. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. May I say, no matter who you are today, you need grace. No matter what you're dealing with today, you need grace. No matter where you are at this moment, you need grace, and you always will. And the day that you forget it's the grace of God is the day you're in real trouble. The day you think you can live the Christian life in your own power, through your own strength, or with your own wisdom, my friend, you're going to fail. You're going to make a bigger mess out of it than you ever imagined. The only thing I have the power to do is make a mess out of things. That's the thing I have the power to do. But God has the power to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or even think. Every blot on my story I put there and every blessing He put there. Every evil, that, that was me, and every good thing, that was Jesus. And so what we need today is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, fresh and new. I want to ask you to close this study with me in prayer. I think that would be most appropriate because that's the way Paul ended and the Word should always lead us to prayer. Would you take the Lord's list today and pray through it again? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse by verse. Pray through it verse by verse and say, Lord, let this be true in my life. Lord, show me areas where this is not true in my life. But then bring all of your prayers to this point. Lord, I need your grace to be what I ought to be, and to do what I ought to do. Would you join me in that prayer right now? Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for this amazing chapter that you put in 1 Thessalonians. Thank you, Lord, for this list that you've given us 
by which we can check up on ourselves, this spiritual checklist, and this practical list of things to apply to our lives today. Lord, help me to be what you want me to be. And help me then to do what I ought to do. Help every man and woman and young person that's praying with me now and has been studying the Word of God with us. I pray today one thing, Lord. One thing we pray. We all agree together in this prayer. Lord, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with us all. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. My prayer for you today, dear friend, is that you will be what God saved you to become and you will do everything the Lord wants you to do by His grace until Jesus comes. We hope you will take the time to read through 1 Thessalonians 5 and ask the Lord to help you do what matters most to Him today. Thank you for listening and praying for this Bible teaching ministry. Find out more at scottpauley.org. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey.